This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is our preview of Fulham versus Leeds. I'm calling it five thoughts ahead of Fulham versus Leeds. I'm going to give you five thoughts along with my thoughts on a starting 11. And then I'm going to end with my prediction for this match. Also, I have a bonus topic as we do have some breaking news in regards to the FA. I'll be sharing that in just a second. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. Okay, so as I mentioned, as I was about to record this show, we have an update on the appeal from the FA as they were trying to extend the ban on Alexander Mitrovic. So I am going to read this from the Fulham website. This is the FA appeal verdict right from... Fulham's website, Fulham Football Club, are happy to confirm that an independent appeal board has dismissed the FA's appeal against the decision of the Regulatory Commission dated April 6, 2023, relating to Marco Silva and Alexander Mitrovic. As a result, Marco will be back on the touchline for tomorrow's match against Leeds United, and Alexander will be eligible for selection from our match against Southampton on May the 13th, 2023. The club is surprised that the FA decided to bring these appeals. However, we are pleased that the appeal board has now dismissed them in their entirety. The appeal board's full written reasons will be published on the FA website in due course. In the meantime, we look forward to welcoming Marco and Alexander back where they belong. Okay, so that is the verdict 
on the appeal from the FA, which honestly, in my opinion, was ridiculous that they continued to go on with an appeal. And I'm glad that the appeal board has basically thrown this out. They have not extended Mitro's ban, which to me I was a little bit concerned about. I think eight matches is more than enough. They were trying to go even further on this, and I just thought that that was just way too much. And I'm glad that the FA have lost their appeal. This is good news for Fulham Football Club. Mitro will be back for the Southampton match, which is good news, and Marco will be back tomorrow on the touchline. But what's interesting about this, I think Marco actually gave Fulham a little bit of an advantage being higher up in the stands. That's just my thoughts on it. It's something that I think clubs should look more into, but I understand why he would want to be on the touchline. So congratulations to Marco because he'll be back on the touchline. And Mitro will be back playing for Fulham as we get ready for that Southampton match. It's still a little ways away. But he will be back there. He's not done for the season like so many wanted, so many in the media were clamoring for. You all lose. In the end, Fulham win this battle. So I'm happy to talk about that. I thought the punishment was more than enough. I thought it was actually a little bit too much. And the fact that they lost their appeal is very good news. That's how I wanted to start the show. Okay, so let's now go through my five thoughts ahead of this match for Fulham against Leeds United, and then I will end, as I mentioned, with thoughts on what I would do with a starting 11 in my prediction. So let's start with number five. This is huge news. And Niskan's Cabano is back, and he will be available for selection for Marco Silva. He made this known in his process. So this is huge news. I did not expect to see Cabano back. Whether he plays or not is really not as important as him being around the team. He is someone that is such a positive influence for Fulham Football Club. The fact that he could be available for this match is huge for Fulham Football Club. Just morale-wise, I think it's huge. If he can play, that's a bonus. And uh, I hope he does. He actually was very good this season in the Premier League until he got injured. So. This is great news, and that's why Nissan Cabano being back is a huge boost for Fulham. That's why it's number five. Number four is an interesting one. Who replaces Dan James for Fulham? There are a couple different ways you can go with this. I, I've heard different scenarios. One, maybe it's going to be Vinicius. Maybe Vinicius comes back in, and they just go with Vinicius. If Marco feels that Leeds United is going to play more defensive. Maybe he just goes with Carlos Vinicius. I'm thinking maybe there's a possibility that you would throw Bobby Decadover-Reed in that role. I think Bobby Decadover-Reed got one match to play that striker role. It didn't really come off, but who's to say it wouldn't work a second time? That's a possibility. How about Menor Solomon? That's a possibility as well. However. If you put him up front, do you negate what has made him so great is playing on the left-hand side where he can cut in and uh, let it rip from there. So that's a thought as well. Do you play Menor Salman? I'm not so sure about that. Maybe even 
play Harry Wilson in that role. And again, you can move the pieces of the puzzle around. So there's definite options. I will share which one I think I would go with when I go through my starting 11, but this is going to be an interesting one. Who would have thought that Fulham would be missing Dan James, but they actually could be missing him in this match against Leeds United. That's why that's my number four thought. Number three is this. What will be the strategy for Leeds United? This is an interesting one because I've listened to several podcasts, several different theories on how Leeds United will play in this match. I think some of it might be dictated by, will Patrick Bamford be available? And this sounds like it's going to be a decision on uh, match day. So we'll see if he's available. But they have other options as well. Will they sit back and try to hit foam on the counter? Will they be aggressive? This is an interesting one. I'm going to put my money on that Leeds United are going to take it to foam like they did in, in the FA Cup match and try to get it done that way. I don't see them trying to just strictly beat Fulham on the counter. We shall see because I don't see that being the strategy. I see them playing the way that they played in the past against Fulham in this season. I know one was with Jesse Marsh, one was with Javi Gracia, but I just see Leeds United trying to get the ball and try to take it to Fulham. I don't see them being more defensive, but we'll see if I'm right or if I'm wrong on that. It's going to be interesting to see what is going to be the Leeds United strategy. Number two, and this is my recommendation for Fulham Football Club, my strategy for Fulham, they need to be aggressive and play with no fear. We saw when Fulham played against West Ham that they were just too passive. It actually reminded me a little bit of Parker Ball. They need to be aggressive, play with no fear, take chances, and take it to Leeds United. They cannot do what they did against West Ham at Craven Cottage. That didn't work. There was not that many chances created. You can have all the possession in the world, but at some point, you have to take chances. You have to take it to the team that you're playing against unless you're going to be strictly a counterattacking team. Fulham are very good in counterattacking, but I think this is going to be a match where they're going to have to take it to Leeds United. They're home. They're going to have to be the aggressor here. So they have to take it to Leeds United to win this match. So that's why number two is Fulham need to be aggressive and play with no fear. And that's going to lead to my number one thought. And this is huge. And I don't care what the Leeds United supporters say about this. The media says about this. This is massive. It might be as big as Paulina being out. My number one is the loss of Tyler Adams for Leeds United is massive, okay? Just like with Fulham, with Paulina, they're just not the same team without Tyler Adams. They don't function the same way. He controls the play in central midfield, a different type of central midfielder, but he is so important to everything that they do. I've watched them without him. They are not the same team. They miss him terribly. This is a huge, massive advantage for Fulham. One of the reasons why I like Fulham in this match at Craven Cottage, because Tyler Adams is out for Leeds United. Don't let any Leeds United supporter try to downplay this. This is huge 
for them. It's a huge, massive loss, and it's going to hurt them, and I think it could actually be the difference with Fulham winning this match. Fulham won at Ellen Road. Who didn't play? Tyler Adams didn't play. He played in the FA Cup match, and I could see the difference in how Leeds United play. He is that huge to them. So with him being out, major upgrade for Fulham here because Tyler Adams basically controls the play for Leeds United. His loss could not be overplayed because it is huge in this match. Coming up next to end the show, I'm going to share my starting 11 and my prediction for the match. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Okay, to end this quick show of Cottage Talk, I'm going to share my starting 11. This is what I would go with. It's going to be Leno and Nett. On the right, you're going Kenny Tete. On the left, you're going with Anthony Robinson. I'm going to go with Diop and Reem. I know he's been going Tosin and Reem. I'm going Diop and Reem. He'll probably go Tosin and Reem. In central midfield, you're going with Pauline, Reed, Pereira. On the left, William. On the right, Harry Wilson. And up front, I'm going Bobby Deckard over Reed. I want to give BDR another chance. I think this is a good opponent for him to play against. Okay. And that's going to lead to my prediction for this match. And I'm not going to lie. I like Fulham in this match. I've already mentioned the loss of Tyler Adams being huge. And I just see Fulham taking advantage of that. I thought they took advantage of it at Ellen Road. I think this is a major weakness now for Leeds United central midfield. I think Fulham can fully take advantage of it with Paulinho, Reed, and Pereira. I think they're going to dominate. I think Fulham are going to score early. And I'm going to go with a 3-1 to Fulham victory. That's my prediction for this match. I'm going 3-1. to I think Leeds United do score. But I think Fulham have way too much for Leeds United. I don't see them not being up for the match. I think they're going to be motivated for this match. Marco's back on the touchline. All I see is a Fulham victory. I could be wrong. Three to one to Fulham. That's my prediction. Okay. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. I want to mention we will have probably two post-match related shows of this match. I look forward to bringing that to you. And hopefully it is from a Fulham victory. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part 
of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.